0: Imagine, that it is night time. You are all alone, on an overlook that spans hundreds of miles. There, you can not only see the land, but also gain a full appreciation of the universe above you. The stars, they shine bright tonight, almost too bright. You are alone, and yet, you can never be alone ever again. The stars, the stars, they seem to be fading, and your vision with them, and with that, you remember exactly where you are. (laughs) So, welcome to Better Show. I think we're on episode number 16, one day I'll figure it out. Today I'm joined by two guests. Today I'm joined by Doug. Yes. And I dug you up from the grave and you're back. Grandma! Grandma is finally back. And today... Happy to be. And today we're going to cover a couple of topics, but the main one that I wanted to cover is... Uh, it has a death toll of the highest number of anything that we've ever covered in Better Show by quite a significant amount. Your mum's breath. <laughs> no. No. We are going to be covering the earthquake that took place in 1923 uh, on the 1st of September, which affected mainly the Tokyo and Kanto region of Japan.
1: Isn't which Kanto... is a lot more interesting in having a nice podcast about different ways of execution and the many tools you could have over the years of execution and all of the different things through execution, which would be a lot of fun. Isn't Kanto in
0: Pokemon? Possibly.
1: Isn't Pikachu from
0: the. I don't know, is he? Kanto no, is from his mum. That's vagina. Oh, never mind. Do you think Pikachus lay eggs? Yeah, sure. I thought Pokemon did lay eggs, because they, they had from eggs, don't they? Well, all Pokemon,
1: I don't know, did they?
0: Oh, well, that's okay. all the part... Of, I'm, I'm only taking my knowledge of Pokemon Go. <coughs> Pokemon like, Go is Go. a load of shit. Okay, okay. well, yeah. <laughs> my <laughs> knowledge is a load of shit, but... Yeah, that's all I know. Okay. So, um, Tokyo Bay region has one of the highest frequency... Uh, frequency, I guess, regularities of earthquakes within the country. Frequency <clears
1: Honestly, throat> wouldn't say regularity
0: has the same regularity of earthquakes uh, than any area Accurances. within the country. So uh, the country yeah. also went through two earthquakes, one in 1921 and one in 1922. Um, But those earthquakes are only minor, minor. It was the earthquake that took place on September 1st, 1923, that was considered an ordinary day and actually took place uh, just on the first day of the school term, just before lunch. Although, for whatever reason, it was a Saturday. So I guess they have school on a Saturday. Yeah.
1: Um, that's why they're super fucking smart
0: yeah so uh, around
1: event Boys and nintendo okay.
0: yeah all we would need is one extra day and we would we would have the big brains around lunchtime people are lighting charcoal fires in preparation got for got the food. big
1: dukes. no one calculate the maths what
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah so around lunchtime people are lighting charcoal fires in preparation for food um, it, although it is a saturday schools are usually having a half day and there were two. Uh, there were those who actually predicted the destruction of the earthquake to come, all the way down to not just the earthquake but the aftermath. So I don't know if any either of you have actually heard of what happened,
1: nope.
0: And nope. why this earthquake is so much more devastating? Because it wasn't. I suppose the earthquake in itself was quite destructive, but it was actually what led afterwards, the I mean, raised the, the, the tsunami. The, yeah, you know, not just yeah. that, but raised oh. the death toll like tenfold. It was no. Godzilla. Oh, no. God. Oh. Kong. don't be stupid
1: Fuck
0: you. so uh, there were minor tremors that were felt before the main one which uh, the minor tremor lasted for about 12 seconds but later it was realised that this was more than just a minor tremor um, there, are, there was a lady who was on a documentary that, that re- recorded an account of people escaping and she witnessed a worker fall in between the cracks in the ground and he was never seen again
1: <gasps> she was blind.
0: are you just going to say Godzilla again no
1: he's gone to the world in the centre of the earth
0: what did he go on a journey? To the... Oh, the center of the earth thing. Oh, yeah. oh, I forgot the name of the guy that was. <sighs> it was something Woodard. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that was awesome.
1: Get some zen.
0: <laughs> so um, the, I found different recordings of the earthquake in terms of its measurement on the Richter scale, but it's somewhere between eight point three to seven point nine. So it's still quite, it's quite high. It is quite high. Yeah. Houses were made of wood and topped with heavy ceramic tiles. Let me just demonstrate like a one.
1: <laughs>
0: and even that is... That's something. Now well, let me demonstrate a five. <laughs> <laughs> just froze me out the window.
1: Why are you joking him so much,
0: eh? <laughs> Why are you hard? <laughs> his eyes are bleeding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Don't put in his eyes. It's okay, man.
0: God. So, yeah, so the, house, the houses, for the most part, their heaviest point were the ceramic tiles on top of the roof. Oh. And as they were being shaken, obviously wood has some kind of give to it. So the buildings would eventually just collapse in on themselves.
1: Ah, so it's all the tiles being like frisbees knocking people
0: out. Well, it's, no, it's not even... That would just, be interesting. Just but just it's, on a side note, whilst we're yes.
1: talking about Japanese construction. Yes. Did you know in World War II, before they developed the atomic bomb, mm-hmm. one of the side projects they developed was bats with incendiary bombs attached to them. Really but they'd drop into Japan. <laughs> would fly off into the crevices of the houses. Oh,
0: sorry, I thought you meant like baseball bats. Which would <laughs> yeah. be insane, because they'd yes, be like a suicide thing, but you'd just run in and wipe like, someone and explode. No. no. The, oh, okay. Like bat bats. Bat, bat bats. Like okay. Bat okay. okay, do you yeah. know what species? Just out of interest. <laughs> nice. No. Okay. They're the kind of burns.
1: <laughs> the ones that eat mangoes.
0: Fruit <laughs> wow. bats. That's, okay. They thought it was some weird shit. They did. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, buildings uh, were destroyed. Destroyed, but well, there was an account oh, from brilliant. a sailor that was aboard a ship that was towed to the bay, and he uh, recounted that one of the buildings fell down like it was a castle of sand. And this was one of the stone buildings, not one of the wooden buildings. You know,
1: there's old wooden buildings
0: there. Eh? Um, so the yeah, initial
1: quite a lot of wooden structures in Japan. Yeah. Which is why they were going to use flame and incinerators because it burned quickly. Mm. So shut the fuck up. So the, so the initial sorry
0: that is quite all right so you this... carry on i will will you <laughs> i don't know sorry so the initial quake um and tremor subsided after a number of minutes it was uh, the beast below the rubble that caused the most devastation now i've said that can you think what it may have been godzilla no it didn't help that i said the beast below but... was it a volcanic eruption no was it
1: the plates it. crashing together?
0: No. So think about it. Think about the time of day it was. I did was mention it. Was it a train? No. What? <laughs> was it Pacific Rim? No. Oh. But it was in that area. You? No. So just to think about all the stuff I've recounted on. It was lunchtime. Yeah. Houses fell down. Oh, yeah. the
1: lunchtime rush. <laughs> yeah.
0: Everyone, everyone was trying to get to Yahoo. Sewage? No. <laughs> no, because not everyone poos immediately That's after. Fun, the lunch. I don't know. <laughs> Okay, so they were lighting charcoal fires. The buildings came down. For the most part, they were oh, made out fire. of wood. Fire. Oh. Fire. How is that the beast below, though? Really because it... Trust me, the fire that sprung up from this could be put down to... Oh, it's I not really know, the beast no, 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 below, because no, that's not. it's coming from it's, below the earth. It's beast why, below the rubble. I said beast below the rubble. Why
1: the fire rises. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Um, So... Uh, it was also... um, So, as the fire spread people were unable to fight the blazes because of the fact that well, the water mains had ruptured and also the gas lines also ruptured as well so there was and I should probably have stated this at the beginning there was a reason why I wanted to cover this topic, years and years ago I saw a documentary about this very event and there was something that they covered and it was a natural disaster but it wasn't the earthquake itself it was what followed after that so put yourself in the place of this particular individual you are a you are a Japanese policeman. <laughs> you did it too.
1: You don't need to do it.
0: You don't. So, um, a Japanese policeman, and you are helping to evacuate people, but everyone's scared, everyone's panicking. Kanto, Kanto region is uh, well, really built up and quite enclosed, not high in terms of structure, but very packed in. But there are areas of clearing. I think there's park areas, and there's also um, clothing factories with large open spaces. What would you do with the people? How would you... you where can, would you send them?
1: You can call them sweatshops. It's fine.
0: Okay. I wouldn't send them to a clothing place. No? Because it's fabric. It'll catch fire. Okay. But is that where you sent them? Uh, One of them did, yeah. But I believe another one actually sent them to a large open space that was outside of the building area. Unfortunately, that was ultimately their downfall. Because a combination of the heat and the wind formed something known as a dragon twister. Which is a tornado completely comprised of hot air and fire.
1: And I thought that was only in Dragon Ball Z.
0: No. I want to get the games again. So the Dragon Twister essentially went through and ploughed through all these people. And I think 300 people actually survived. And um, I I want to say it was 4200 or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a large amount of people that passed away just from that one event, and it was fifteen minutes that it took for all those people to die. And there's now a shrine that's built on that area with urns of the ash of the people that just died in that, in that area. This isn't a happy subject. This is quite a heavy hitter. Depends how you look at it. No.
1: <laughs> I guess you could say they're not in pain anymore.
0: Sure, okay, yeah. So in Tokyo, almost 40,000 men, women, and children um, take shelter in a military clothing depot in an open space, and many of them save personal Deep items. Depot or depot? Depot. depot no. Or depot? I don't know. I Go think depot. I always thought depot. I've heard it, it said depot. Not American. Okay, fine, depot then. But is it? Well, I don't know, because if it's in Japan, then. Pick a
1: word! It's probably got like an A. Depot, Akira. that's but the one it, I'm
0: going with. If it's with. in Japan, it's from it's got an in it. <laughs> oh my God. This, you've taken my thing. Uh, but unfortunately, those possessions, which were not only clothing, but also furniture and things like that, essentially became fuel for the fire and there were no survivors. So the... I should probably backtrack a little bit, but the police officer that directed the civilians to those open spaces, after they were all killed, he did actually kill himself because of the guilt and I dare say that the authorities would have looked rather poorly on his decision as well.
1: I was thinking it was a lot of bad decisions, but obviously a lot of guilt.
0: Yeah, but all the families and so I, did, I mean, their society works slightly differently. You can, anything to do with dishonouring or doing something mm. wrong. It doesn't matter if it, the good intentions were there. The worst things in the world have been done with the best of intentions.
1: Right, like You could just pat someone on the knee, give them comfort, and it can be misconceived as a sexual mm. assault.
0: Yeah. It can. It's never it can. Take note. <laughs> 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 Hang
1: on. How do I write "no fucks given"?
0: What in Japanese? <laughs> not sure. Um, so, in some canals, it was said that there are enough bodies in the water that people could go from one side to the other without getting their feet wet. Well, that's a bit considerable. Isn't yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um Yes. Over a hundred aftershocks occurred the same day. Some as strong as the first. Um... And so Tokyo region suffers a similar terror as well. Population was originally two and a half million, but the next day and this doesn't just include fatalities, this also includes people trying to make their way out of the affected areas. Sorry,
1: do you mean fatality?
0: Yes, if you like. So in the next few days it had gone down to around one and a quarter million. And
1: then ten years later they went to war.
0: Yeah. Guess yeah, sure why not? uh people who returned the following day said there was almost no no houses left and over 200 aftershocks were recorded the next few days uh power and water would take months and weeks to restore and it was recorded that the damage was 4.5 billion dollars in damage but i don't my friend made a good point yesterday when i was going over show notes with him that i don't i don't know whether that was money there back then I'm guessing it would have been because it's not that much in the grand scheme of things, although I suppose you could also argue that a lot of their properties were wooden. Yeah. Well.
1: And if it was yen it converts to a lot less
0: dollars. Mm. Um and forty five percent of Tokyo actually burnt to the ground. In uh but in
1: a perfect time to invade. Mm.
0: Okay. I guess the Allies weren't thinking about that at that particular time. Um in Tokyo, uh, September first now is known as disaster prevention day. And it is predicted that this and will everyone wears condoms
1: <laughs> and safety vests.
0: Uh, but the prediction is that it will happen again. Um, they have taken uh, precautions in order to limit the damage. A lot of the buildings in Tokyo now are earthquake resistant. What
1: feeler shake? Stay wait. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Nice. <laughs> but yeah, so I still imagine though that there's going to be an awful lot of devastation regardless. So it's still a quite a built-up area.
1: You know, you don't get many quick zingers out of you. You but don't. When you, but when you, you do, do it's, they're pretty
0: good. It's so good. Even in a really hard-hitting subject like this, you still bring them.
1: Gotta find some light in it, you know.
0: <laughs> sure, why not? You're uh, making
1: uh, bloody jokes about Godzilla five seconds ago. It
0: wasn't a joke. So, yeah, there's still a bit more to cover with this, and it's something that I'd like to revisit because obviously there is the tsunami that happens. Wait, this is
1: going to be a two parter?
0: Not intentional two parter. I would like to recover it though at a later date.
1: We have to be in the two parters?
0: Don't have to if you don't want to. No,
1: let's. Let's make sure we're there.
0: We don't have to be here now. Ding! (laughs) Oh, that's rough. Ding. <laughs> ding, but there ding, were, ding. there were also a lot of racial attacks that took place as well, ding. where a fair amount of the fatalities were down to those as well. Yeah. So it's a combination of loads of different things. But most of it was down to got the natural. I
1: keep saying fatality like that.
0: A lot of them were down to the um, the natural disaster itself. But how many conspiracies are there behind which that was a natural disaster?
1: <sighs> Who didn't make a quake? Machine? Not that
0: many. <laughs> I think it's fairly self-explanatory that this was a perfectly n- regular natural disaster. That's what they want you to think. They they would...
1: for a hat, son. That's what they want to think. How mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, do you know there wasn't tunnels dug under the city and explosives plant in key locations to disrupt the earth and unbalance the plates, which would then cause a natural-looking disaster? Mm-hmm. I mean, the storm and the tsunami were just bonuses. It only meant to be an earthquake, but way out of proportion. Bro. But isn't most of the plating under the ocean? Population control, yeah, but it could ricochet down. Yeah. It enough.: an Who's to say they didn't detonate a big bomb under the ocean, make a tidal wave? Who's to know? Who's to know? Okay, if you want to speculate, no.
0: that's fine. That's what this show's all about. But I personally feel like it was a natural disaster no, that was, was in no way. Show. It is, yeah. But speculating is fine.
1: We're not in the speculation. Unless you're speculating on flat Earth,
0: in which case, yeah. In which case, get the fuck out. Uh, we we don't believe in that here. So. Um. Oh, I've got this twice. That's weird. Uh. So there was something.
1: dyslexic can write his properly?
0: Shut up. So there was something that I wanted to do as well. I have done another bit of dramatic reading, or dramatic writing, I should say, that I want to do as a bit of dramatic reading. Come on in. I will once I've got into my phone. Two one one two six seven. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so if I can have everyone's attention, I will start this bit of dramatic reading off. But I'm also got to check to make sure that my music's working.
1: Okay, anyway.
0: So a class that was otherwise loud and unruly were made un- utterly silent by our school's headmaster swinging our classroom door open with an almighty crash, and dashing to the television that we had mounted in on a wall in the corner, flicking it on. He calls out for someone to draw the shutters and after a few moments of brief static the two o'clock news flickers on a weather report with a danger warning to match what we're seeing on screen shot after shot of small towns and villages proud communities now nothing more than heaps of wooden shards and broken possessions i could feel the shock radiating from my class they are not usually seen out this far and when they are the destruction is minimal something has changed Our headmaster looks at us with tears in his eyes but steadies himself before addressing the class. This is unlike anything we have seen before. I never thought I would say this, but it looks like we are dealing with a category five. The town and villages you see on screen, they were the the lucky ones. They were on the outskirts, but the ones closer to it, there is nothing left. Shelters ripped out from underground, and whole towns now look like they have always been nothing but vast open plains. You may re- you may return to your homes if you are able. Class dismissed. Category five, no one has ever seen and lived to t- tell the tale of it. Till now. I have no family really to speak of and my fake uncle I live with is a violent drunkard at the best of times. Reliving that is all I need to put my uncle's Land Rover into reverse and squeal my way out of the parking lot. The sky is deceivingly blue and clear. However, I know better than to trust the evidence before me. It is nice and nostalgic to be gunning it down country roads like this. Used to be a lot back in the time of the original Storm Chasers. Cars whiz past me, strewn with earthly possessions, something I cannot imagine as being all that important. My camera and my photo album. These are all the possessions I value on this earth. Flashing lights up ahead. Blues and reds. A roadblock. Damn. I slow right down to a halt and an officer walks forward and taps on my window to roll it down. I comply and he says in a joking voice, Son, I think you're last. I'm telling ya, safety is no more that way than God is riding a toaster entirely made out of macaroons. I sniff at whatever that was and roll my window back up, nod at the officer and put my car into the reverse. Thirty meters should do it. I slam on the brakes and I can see the officer has already noticed I've stopped. I accelerate forward and bracing myself, smash straight through the wooden barrier between the two cob cars. Looking back I see the officer has clumsily thrown himself to one side and seems to be fine. I miss this feeling, being wild and free, a feeling that definitely comes with the territory. The road starts to steep sharply upwards, and with that clouds start to billow and collect, turning what was a beautiful sky grey and heavy with rain and hail. Not far now, and the ugly beast would be in sight. I I still can't get over it, category 5. Only a few have claimed to have ever seen one that large, but have never been able to back it up with evidence. The winds start to pick up, too, and leaves are torn from branches, whole bunches of them flapping and ricocheting off my windscreen. In my pocket I can feel my phone vibrating with a call, and with one hand steady on the wheel I reach for it with the other. Fumbling, I cause it to slip out and land in the footwell. Damn, I think to myself, and remind myself that this could be my friend calling. She does get terribly worried most of the time. Taking my eyes off the road and ducking down, I grasp the phone but do not look, look up in time in order to avoid the log that is blown partially in front of my car. The front right wheel hits it like a ramp and the Land Rover is spun into the air. Everything feels in slow motion as I am slammed into the cabin. Nearly doing a full 360, the car lands on its right-hand side and shrieks to a halt. Dazed and bleeding from the head, which I only notice when the blood runs into my eyes, I am able to detach myself from my seatbelt and kick the door open to escape. There, towering up in the heavens, but looking like it is remaining perfectly still, is the Mark V. The wind's almost deafening, however, in the distance, towards the vortex, I can just about make out the cries of fear as a town is consumed by the swirling. A few more cars tear past me and I notice the logos on the doors and the bonnets. Storm chasers. One of them yells out to me asking if I'm alright and offers me a lift seeing the state of my car. I brush his offer off with a half response and a mumble. I'm truly hypnotized by what I'm seeing in front of me. I hear the last car screech to a halt. A door opens and quick footsteps are heard behind me as someone runs to catch up with me. Around to my right comes a concerned and terrified looking lady. I think she's saying, no, screaming something, that it's not safe here anymore and that anything I'm looking for in front of me is gone. That's not true at all. There it is, the thing I've been looking for all these long years. She looks back at me and out of the nightmare and shakes her head and uh, in despair before running back to her car, although I don't hear the engine start back up again. I feel like I've been walking for hours just looking at the funnel, broken camera in hand and one goal in mind. Something changes, and the wind that was tearing past me seems to equal out, like it's blowing from the same strength, but from behind me. I turn to address this new sensation and am met with the same sight that was in front of me. Sisters, I exclaimed to myself. A crunching sound catches my attention, and sailing in and out of the vortex of the second is a car, being torn apart by the wind and debris, something must have hit the fuel tank as, as the whole thing goes up in flames, and part of the f- uh, part is part of parrot carried around in the funnel and flames with it, like a spell from Harry Potter. Sticks and stones streak past me in all directions, but I press on, fully aware and almost happy that there is no turning back. Perhaps this is why there's never been a recorded event, or oh, sorry, a recording of the Category Five. If everyone is hypnotized by it, as I am, forgetting that I have my phone in my other hand, I feel a call come through from my friend again. I let it ring three times before I gently set it free to the wind. I feel warm all over me as more debris flies past me, all and all around me. I feel like I'm covered in hot syrup, red hot red syrup. From a school, residents in a nearby town watch as the two sisters that were apart. Gracefully merged together to become one. One smirling massive vortex. Isn't he in the middle? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He is. Or was.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so yeah, that's my bit of dramatic writing. Partly inspired by the dragon twister from the story. Very nice. Thank you. Did you want to have a quick look through my music library and find some dramatic no, music? Can't be, yes. No. <laughs> can't. Oh, okay, fair enough.
1: I'd love next
0: time. Well we'll wrap up this episode of Better Show then. Although I will say there was one quick story that I wanted to cover, but I don't think I'm able to get access to it. What is it? Um so it was something that I found on the Sun's website, the British newspaper for those who are out in the States. And um it was a story about a, a couple who owned Yes, an Aquarium. And it was a saltwater aquarium and he'd taken out one of the corals to clean, I guess, um, and put it in a container. And I don't think it was in water at all. I think it was just keeping it moist for want of a better word. And um, during the night, it then started to release the second most deadly type of of toxin. Is it like a play toxin? Mm Um, and a couple of days later he and his family and his two dogs were experiencing the same kind of symptoms like sickness, unable to breathe, things like that. Um and there were I think three or four I wanna say firefighters for whatever reason. I guess they must have thought it was a gas main or something that had blown. Um, yeah. And uh those police off sorry, those um firemen were also taken into hospital as a result of this poisoning, but it turns out that it's a fairly common type of coral or an enemy that you can buy, and um, it released toxins that no one knew about.
1: Well do you remember when all those dogs died at the park? Mm-hmm.
0: I do not. But is that that's a story?
1: Uh, well, a algae had grown over the river,
0: mm-hmm. and it was a poisonous algae. Where was this? Was this in England? <laughs> oh, really? Oh, okay, cool. good. Oh, yeah.
1: mm-hmm. And obviously, people's dogs going up to water and drinking it, mm. doing so, eating the algae, and dying. Shit. Yeah.
0: Was it an indigenous algae to? No, I, well, I don't no. even know how it wouldn't be an indigenous algae because algae only grows with sunlight and water so I want to say yes.
1: Maybe the terrapins
0: bought it. Maybe. Um, but I suppose also with the amount of pollutants in that lake as well it's probably... It could be worse. What do you mean? The
1: pollution be... in that lake.
0: Oh, okay. I thought you meant like it could be worse as in what happened. It's like, how? A person could have drunk it. It would much more important than a dog. Oh, ouch.
1: <laughs> Sorry, I forget you have a cat. That's not my cat. It's fucking shit
0: thing. <laughs> It's a bit retarded <laughs> what a retard well from all of us at Better Show we'd like to say thank you very much for joining us once again don't speak for us
1: yeah speak for yourself alright well, thank I'm, you very much
0: I'd like thank to thank you for you. viewing viewing listening listening,
1: viewing same things
0: um, and if you want to find us you can find us on our Facebook page which is doing pretty well at the moment you can find why us why are you
1: not saying us to the music
0: uh, takes time to find the music
1: oh uh, i going to edit that in <laughs> Music right here. If you want to find us, you can find us on our
0: Facebook page, which is Better Show spelled B E T T A Show. You can also find us on our Instagram page, which is Better Show with the weird little underscore thing. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's uh, regardless of <laughs> it's day, night, evening, please have a very good life and death, and we will see you guys next week. We will soon be doing a Q and A session. Just feel free to post questions on our Facebook page.
1: Yeah, please do that.